You are listening to the According to the Technical Rules podcast, where we discuss things that matter and argue about things that don't. Listener discretion is advised. Hello. Before we start the show, we'd love to hear what you think about our podcast. If you're listening to podcasts on iTunes, uh, please leave us a review and tell us what you think or wherever you happen to be listening. The feedback is really helpful. Now on to the show. Uh, welcome to this special edition of According to the Technical Rules. Uh, this is Things That Matter, uh, and I'm here with my good buddy and normal co-host, Matt. Hey! And also our special guest and uh, good friend, and I don't know, maybe co-co-host, Luke. Hi. You guys doing alright? Yeah. Spectacular. Uh, Luke, Luke and I are together at my house, whereas Sam is... Uh, appropriately, properly in the bunker. He's separate but equal. I'm hiding. I'm hiding out in the bunker. I've, I've, I've got my head covered right now. He's just trying to be safe. That's right. So uh, Sorry about that joke. Okay, <laughs> let's move on. So today uh, we have decided that we uh, want to give our special uh, ATTR take to the current, uh, I guess, crisis in the NFL. Um, which is the protest during the national anthem. So, Matt, do you want to talk about uh, what is actually happening? Yeah, so the the reason why we're having this discussion is actually Luke approached us and said, hey, we should have this discussion on your podcast. And we, after we talked about it, we thought it would be good. Uh, but what we're specifically talking about is uh, the the, I guess, the controversy in the NFL right now, which most people have heard about. Uh, which is the, the the means by which the the athletes are protesting uh, certain social issues. And so you have a lot of NFL players who are sitting, kneeling during the national anthem, and you have a lot of people who don't like it. Uh, a, a, just a quick take on both sides is, to, if, if you really don't know what's going on, is the athletes are sitting and kneeling uh, to protest treatments of minorities, specifically African-Americans and uh, American society, and particularly with uh, how uh, law enforcement interacts and treats them. The other side is very upset that that the protests happen uh, during the national anthem. They think it's extremely disrespectful that there is sitting and kneeling happening during the national anthem. Uh, that side says that it, it's just really disrespectful to people that have served in the armed forces, to veterans, to people that have been hurt, people that have died uh, fighting in the armed forces, and they just really think that the protest, that particular means, is really inappropriate. And so that is kind of the the two sides that's happening right now in the NFL um, that you've been hearing so much about in the media. Right. So today, um, I think kind of what the take that we're going to we're going to take on it is talking specifically about how the arguments surrounding this issue uh, have have affected us or what kind of what they look like. So, um, yeah, we, we, we have we may have 
particular opinions on the actual protests or the things that they are protesting or whatever, but I think kind of what our focus is going to be today is more talking about the argument surrounding the protest and kind of how people are mm-hmm. behaving and arguing. Yeah, so the uh, they actually yeah the you'll you'll hear our opinions towards the end uh, about the specific issue, uh, but the bulk of our conversation today is actually going to be about the idea of identity politics, uh, which we the three of us have think that is really playing a, a big role in these discussions, uh, and really and like the same said how the discussions are are playing out. What, what people are saying during the discussions, uh, but just really in particular, why we think that identity politics is just in general, no matter what side you're on, super toxic and very unuseful for promoting any type of meritful discussion. Yeah. Uh, so, Luke, you you came to us wanting to talk about this. Mm-hmm. What specifically in in terms of identity politics were you wanting to talk about? Um, yeah, for me, it's, uh, I mean, like something that seems to be picking up in intensity, uh, especially like in social media, um, is the tendency for people to, um, you know, when these, these hot button topics come out, uh, they already know what side they're on without really hearing any facts, without, uh, letting the story settle. Um, they galvanize to their side. Um, you know, we all, and I feel like we're all guilty of this. We, uh, people gather basically their ammunition from their favorite news sources. Um, and then they just start hurling those things as the gospel, as gospel fact at the other side that, um, and I mean like, um, you know, and, and it's not like they've just like, it's not like, well, they've come to these conclusions themselves. You know, they haven't, you know, thought about these things, um, looked at it in a greater context it's just this is the uh, this is the flavor of the day I'm going to load up my ammo and I'm going to start shooting um, you know and it really it's just like and all all it accomplishes is it uh, you know you get pats on the back from your buddies and the, the people like it uh, and then you just like you feel good about yourself because like hey look at all these people that think that I'm smart because I said the thing that they think also about this thing and that's I mean like um it doesn't. It's not a productive conversation, and like the net effect it has on the actual issue is zero, right? Right. Like the on social media, uh, all of the, I mean, like you, you're not going to sway anyone. If anything, all it does is um, it, it just only further roots the other side, your quote unquote opponent, in his or her, her views. Um, well, you know, basically, you just demonize. Well, one demonizes the other. Right. And Sam, this has been like a criticism of yours on social media for quite some time, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, I mean, I th- for a very long time, this has been my, my main issue with social media, which is, um, and I, I'm beginning to think it may be by design. I've, I've heard some data analysis that says that this might be intentional, at least on the part of Facebook, um, but that it acts as an echo chamber where you basically just say yell your opinions and uh, other people echo them back to you. Um, And there's really no productive discussion. And I think part of that is due to the fact that like, I mean, we've all been on the internet before Uh, people seem to be more emboldened uh, to say more, to say less nuanced things and less kind things just by virtue of it being on the internet. Um, 
but also just, I mean, my major complaint is that, uh, yeah, like Luke said, you just end up saying, you, you say things so that other people will agree with you. Um, mm-hmm. But I want to go back. I mean, we, we, we're talking about identity politics. I don't know if we've actually defined the term. Ooh, let's do um, it. But I guess when I talk about identity politics, what I'm talking about is basically the political position you take based on things that you identify with. So those could be like, usually it ends up being like religion um, or ethnicity and stuff like that. Um, But like the politics that you take based on your identity. And that is dangerous to me because those things that we hold most dearly, like our identity um, are the things that we also react the most strongly to when they are questioned. Um, So I think what happens a lot of times is people identify themselves with their political party um, or their political ideology. And they do that so closely that then any criticism of anything ends up being a a personal attack, a criticism of themselves, rather than a criticism of maybe... The idea. Yeah, your idea. So it becomes... So you you sense this as an attack on yourself, not an attack on on your ideals or an attack on somebody that you might follow or associate yourself with. It's, It's me. I'm being attacked. Mm-hmm. Right. And I think that that flips the other way too, is that people get really offended when they shouldn't be, because it's not about them. Right. Uh, but at the same time, like the, the flip side of that is criticizing someone and saying, oh, you think this political thing, then you are this. Right. Uh, and which is, which is also just equally toxic. Like saying, and I'll, I'll just use this as, I'm not going to use a specific example, but you hear a lot of things like, oh, you have this political position, you're a racist. And I mean, whereas that might be true, like it also could be equally true that they're just wrong. Like maybe they just have an idea that's wrong, but they, they, that they're not like the worst person in the whole planet. Maybe they're not a Nazi racist. Maybe they just have an idea that's incorrect. Um, And like that, that last lack of compassion and lack of empathy uh, like when we talk about identity politics just completely goes away because like you either do the attacking or you're being attacked and it just turns it basically just starts turning into a shout fest like there's there's no productive discussion everybody's angry nobody's minds are getting changed uh, and it's either just people patting themselves on the back or it's or it's people just saying just trying to quote unquote win the argument which is like, which is fun if you're arguing about something stupid that doesn't matter, uh, like we do on our podcast. <laughs> uh, but when you're talking about stuff that like really means something to somebody, like you don't want to win that argument. You want to have a fruitful discussion, right. or at least I would, I would think most adults would. Well, that's my main complaint with social media is, um, if I'm trying to have a discussion, somebody that I'm trying to discuss with, or one of their friends is trying to have an argument. Um, but Luke, I, I know that you have tried very hard to have fruitful discussions with people through Facebook. Mm-hmm. How has that gone for you recently? Uh, I think it goes well. I mean, like if you set your own terms and say, like, look, we're not, we're not. This is not going to be a firestorm. Like, and like if you pose a question, I just try to engage people individually. You know, it's like I don't need the you know lady from my church arguing with my. Um, you know, super liberal friend in Kansas City, who you know don't even know each other. Right? They yeah. don't. They don't know each other. Like right. they, like you know, there's no basis of trust there. 
to begin a conversation. So for me, you know, I uh, like, and that's that's an actual example of where it's like, um, you know, he started kind of attacking her, and I let him know, hey, you know, I've already discussed this with her. You know, you can uh, you can back off. You know, like yeah. you don't like you know, and I think we had a good discussion because there are things I agreed with her on, and uh, you know, the, the thing is, ultimately, we were even talking about uh, some protests. Um, is that she didn't even disagree what they were protesting. Right. You know what I mean? Like, that was it. Um, and that was, I mean, like, I don't want to get into specifics or anything, but, like, um, you know, I think it's, like, the only way, I think, the, the best way is to engage people on an individual level. And you can post it, general, throw it out there, but, like, just let people know, I don't, I don't want to, di- I don't, like, want this to divulge into some, you know, thread where one person is getting crapped on by... 10 other people right because that's what it devolves into it's like hey let's all take shots at this person who believes what they think like they they believe what they're saying they may not even be that well informed but everyone's like trying to like let me educate you homie let me get you in like it's like they're not going to listen to you you know what i mean like if um and you know all those people are just like uh you know they are linking arms in this like uh, i don't know like just like this like like unified attack assault on this person <laughs> yeah you know what i mean it's just like nice job i mean well what what did you even accomplish like but it's like yeah. but people feel good like you can tell they like feel good while they're like just crapping on a human being and it's just like you know um when really all they're doing is you know spouting off ideas that aren't their own they're they're saying their ideas about someone else's well this ideas. is i mean like, this is the thing about like why we as a as a species or whatever like maybe we don't deserve the internet because <laughs> because there's stuff that part yeah. of you, there's that there's that primal part of you that says this is my tribe you're not in my tribe uh, mm-hmm. I'm gonna defend my tribe and yeah like you said like you get there's a reward there's a reward mm-hmm. for attacking the other and defending the tribe and for whatever reason you know we have a social contract in person that often protects us from this type of behavior not always but right. on the internet but it's, a lot- it's gone oh it yeah it doesn't exist oh yeah um but the other thing i don't know matt i'll let you talk but but luke the other thing that you were saying that kind of made me think is like see the reason i don't like social media or the, i don't like this kind of identity politics is because we end up attacking like we end up attacking the person and their identity rather than their ideas and what they're saying. And I think that that, I think, I think yeah. that's a place where we can all begin from where we can all agree to be like, you may, mm-hmm. you may believe something that is just, that is just wrong, but like you're still a human mm-hmm. being. Like you still have. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like, I don't know. I think, I think that that's well, a place like what that's I- just really a bad spot because I mean, I've had people, or I'll I'll be talking with a friend of mine, and one of their friends will jump on and say really awful, just nasty things about me, um, and like that's not cool, man. Yeah, and like that's why Sam has actually converted me, because like last year I was like on social internet media. warrior. He was just ready. He was discussion discussions and not discussion arguments. Matt. What you were doing was not discussing. Uh, you were assaulting. You were an assassin. You were. <laughs> Anybody who had a differing opinion, this thread. He ready. It's me. I'm here now. I'm talking. Swift justice. He is ready for uh, action. And sure. what I and what I begin to well, like, so I did that a lot. So, I mean, I was personally invested in a lot of that, which is probably part it of it. Also, made you feel good. Uh, but 
Uh, no, actually, it made me angry and anxious. Oh wow! But uh, oh yeah, it was not great. That's one of the reasons. Well, good. I at least, too. at least, it, at least, but, you felt mad about it. But what I began to see was like, oh, this is accomplishing absolutely nothing. Nobody's minds are getting changed. All I'm doing is I'm getting angry. Other people are getting angry. Like and like what really did it for because I'll every once in a while I'll, I'll like I'll I'll say something. I usually just drop statistics. Like if someone says, Hey, do you have a source for this? I'll be like, Hey, here's sources for yeah. this. Like, please read this. Uh, and then I won't say anything else because what's the point? Um, but even then, like dropping sources with people and people say, Well, they, actually this is what I think. And I'm like, I just Huh, I just gave you like four four articles and like none of them partisan and like government agencies and like third party private agencies that all come to this similar conclusion and then you have your own opinion that holds just as much weight as these things like what's the point which I mean I, I, I think like what Luke says is and like none of these things uh, were like one on one conversations like I had I've had a couple of one on one conversations which I think were really productive because someone said hey you want to will you tell me what you think about this and then like i tell them and we had like a back and forth and it was fine uh but like the whole like thread discussions which i think is what we're really talking about Mm -hmm. like really for the most part produce nothing sure um and i think and i would agree with luke that if you are if like because like social media i think this is where sam and i would disagree i think social media can be a really powerful tool and a really good tool but if you're really like, I want to reach out to people on social media and I really want to try to change their minds, you have to reach out to them individually or they are not going to hear it, sure. period. And I think part of the problem is that the the shuffle happens so fast. It, it, really, it's like, uh, all right, so I'm like, for instance, I'm talking to Matt. He makes a point. I start answering that point. You, Sam, have latched onto a different point he made in the same post and you're responding to that. And then Larry, next door, looks at a different point, and he responds to something different. And then someone comes in and responds to something Sam has said. So now we have four different people responding to three different yeah, points. Just, and it's like it's nobody. Chaos. Right. It is chaos. And it's uh, and no one's. Uh, and like, you know, just if I'm reading that and I decide to jump in, I have decided that uh like the only motivation i could have for jumping into that is just to say what i want to say oh, it's not that's, to, right oh, because yeah. well, like, that's, that's exactly what i used can't. to do would be like i have things to I say i have things right See, it's like, my but words. like there's no way that there's like there's not a cohesive message here you're not actually responding to anything all you're doing is feeling good mm, about yourself by jumping yeah. in so it's like there's no other motivation you could possibly have in a thread like that right yeah. to jump in except to get your little jab in it's literally you know the senate descending upon caesar and just you're just you're taking your stabs it doesn't do anything you haven't you know but accomplished it, anything but, but it feels good to stab caesar it does mm, it sure that, does that knife tearing to the flesh you're just like yes right but and then like, the senate applauds you but you can always feel that guy's desperation when he just responds to one thing he's like guys i just all i said was like no man you're the devil and that's it and here's 10 points why and it's just like you know, and that guy, what he wasn't even asking for, he just asked an honest question. You know, and it's yeah. like he just said, "Hey, could it be this?" Because I'm kind of thinking, and then it's just, "Nope, sorry." Here's all the people that disagree with you, and um, they've come in full force, and yeah. yeah. And so it, I, I think this it is, also leaves. Okay. It also kind of it, it. The other thing about this online discussion, or I don't know, maybe just maybe just discussion in general, is it takes away a lot of the opportunity for nuance. 
It's just yes. It's just mm-hmm. two sides. It's just two sides. Um, and mm-hmm. I mean, you, you two specifically, as well as our listeners, know that one of the things that I love is nuance, and Absolutely. you know, uh, talking about like the intricate details and people's perspective and and positions and stuff. So, um, the the other reason why this is bad is because you almost have to boil down your message to this crystal mm-hmm. clear, this hard, sharp object that we can then like you said luke like you can fling at the other side because as soon as oh i hit on it now friends as soon as you admit that maybe you don't know all the answers you're Mm -hmm. showing weakness and 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 for whatever reason like right now vulnerability and 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 humility and honesty about like hey guys like i'm kind of struggling with with like well, let's just be specific about what we're talking about tonight. Like I'm in favor of this guy being able to use his position to make a point, but I'm also kind of uncomfortable about the fact that about the way he's chosen to chosen to do so. If you were mm-hmm. to put that on Facebook, you, you you're just going to have everybody coming at you. Like right, so instead of people saying, "Hey, like you're you're trying to find the right answer. Like good job. You'll just have both sides saying you <laughs> unpatriotic Nazi right. racist right. person sure. who also hates the military, right. but you also hate minorities. You hate everyone. You're the worst. Well, it's like and it's like choose a side. Whose side do you want? Yeah. Are you on my side yeah. or their side? Like they want you to be like, hey, I need an answer from you now that you've said this. Like I need you to just commit to my team. You understand? Yeah. yeah. And then it's like, and I will. Yeah, the worst is when people are like, uh, prepare to get unfriended because <laughs> it's it's going down now. Like, well, it's like, you know, uh, I've been, I've, I don't, that that's the dumbest. I was thing unfriended. For me. Like, I was unfriended last week about this, and it was, in my opinion, it was one of the most benign comments I've made online about this issue. Uh, I don't know. Wow. Somebody said something about, you know, I really hate it when these guys, like, it was just mm-hmm. basically your generic, like, shut up, you make a ton of money get over it kind of thing. Wow. And I said, yeah. uh, I and, and I maybe was being a little bit snotty about it, but all I said was, if you don't like it, don't watch it. Which is all I heard for a long time from people about the protesting in the South. Like, well, you know, if you don't like it down there, you should just move. So I said, if you don't like the mm-hmm. protest, maybe you shouldn't watch it. And that was it. I was unfriended. Yeah. And I, and I well, don't like it I mean, because... And- and I don't mind that either. Well, I don't it made, mind me, it made like, me be it made sure. me be sarcastic and mean. And then and mm-hmm. then right. and then this person who I know and I've been friends with for a while decided that that was enough to just you know get rid of me, get unfriended. So, yeah, that was it. They saw something. They yeah. saw some inherent flaw in your character. That was it. There was <laughs> well, it too them, much. It for took them. them long enough. Yeah. So yeah. I think I think this is uh, probably a good a good spot to. Uh, since we're already kind of talking about it, uh, to go ahead and get into the actual issue, uh, which I think to to really understand the actual issue, we should just go all the way back to where it started, uh, which was uh, Kaepernick sitting out. Oh, okay. During the national, I thought we were going back to the uh, colonies. <laughs> oh wow! Yeah, we're gonna go the all the way back to the United States. <laughs> the, right. the sugar tray. Right, let's talk about Colin Kaepernick. Uh, 
So, uh, Luke, do you want to tell us the story of Colin Kaepernick? I'm assuming you're a you're a scholar in this. I'm gonna I'm gonna be completely honest. I probably couldn't narrate it that well, honestly. I remember oh. like I I like loosely remember like things I know happened is he starts sitting during the national anthem. Um, he he didn't hold a press conference. He didn't you know he just started quietly sitting. I think, uh, and then some some person from the media started asking him about it, like, why are you sitting down there in the national anthem? Which is a perfectly fine thing for a media person to ask someone who isn't standing. Um, and you know, I don't like, and I'm not going to try to even quote him. I don't remember what he said. I have no idea. Um, I can quote it for you. Oh, let's let's get so what he yeah, said was he that he said I'm not going to stand up to show pride in a flag or a country that oppresses black people and and other people of color. Oh, and then he said, uh, and then he said, and this is to in, just to, to inflame everybody. Uh, it's bigger than football. It'd be selfish to look the other way. There are bodies in the street and people getting paid leave and getting away with murder. So specifically, this was 2016. He was, uh, I think, partially talking about um, police brutality. Yeah, and and people people were upset. Uh, they did not like one. They did. I mean, they disagreed with his views in general or a lot of the people that were angry did and then they just also didn't like the fact that he was sitting during the right. anthem uh what happened which i didn't hear about this until much later the reason why people are kneeling instead of sitting he actually transitioned from sitting to kneeling because uh another football player who was a veteran uh reached out to him and said hey can we talk about this about like why this might might be the greatest and they had a they had an honest discussion about why Kaepernick was sitting and why that might be seen as offensive to veterans and those in the armed forces and he started kneeling because when soldiers present a flag to a gold star family they they will kneel and hand them the flag and so Kaepernick saw that like, okay, well, this is a way that I feel like I'm still being respectful to troops and veterans, uh, but at the same time, I am expressing that there are things in this country that are not right, and I want to try to make that known. Uh, that's why people kneel. That's why the kneeling happened. Uh, and then that the season ended. Uh, he did not get picked back up by another team, uh, and there is some, some controversy as to if it was politically motivated or if it was due to his performance. I don't think I think the consensus of that was I don't think there's any controversy. Well, it was just well, cuz I've heard some people say that it was his performance wasn't stellar, but I think it's generally Well, no, it wasn't. It was for no, political. it wasn't, but there are at least two um, or three quarterbacks I'd like in to the jump in here. That jump in here, Luke. I'd like to jump in here. Sports S- Luke. 16 touchdowns, four interceptions. Right. Like 3,000 some in about 12 games of action. There uh, are that's better at than, least two or three better than guys every backup. He's better than. Let me tell you something. Let me just let me throw this out here. If Matt Castle has a job in this league, throwing like seven picks a game, let me tell you. <laughs> uh, I would rather have Colin Kaepernick than Tyler Bray. He's our third string quarterback. The Chiefs' third string quarterback. Uh, you think that? You know, I mean, let's just go through some teams and their quarterbacks. Jay you know? Cutler is 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 an active starting quarterback in the league right now. Jay Cutler. That makes sense to me, and I don't want to get too into the sports, but <laughs> and a press Adam conference. Gase. <laughs> Did he really? You should look at that picture. That, that is too good. Uh, Adam Gase uh, and Jay Cutler have a lot of ties, so that actually makes more sense to me. That's fine. I have no problem with that. And then to, to finish that story, 
Uh, so he he was out of the picture, and then other players started doing the same thing in the new season, and then the president made some not great comments, and we are where we yes. are with the issue. Uh, so let me so, let me let me talk just very briefly about about, go for uh, about one specific thing why why I think that Colin Kaepernick is not currently in the league, and then we can talk about the kneeling issue. Oh, let's. That's, okay. That works. There is a business component to all of this. So sure. the NFL is a league that's popular, probably more popular among people on the right. I think that's a fair statement. And I think probably that true. I think that the owners, I think sports are, well, yeah, in sports general. in general, and then yeah. and then football in particular. Yeah, uh, and I love football. I think that I think that most of the owners know that if they had hired Colin Kaepernick, it would be a problem. So, I don't really have any trouble. I don't really have any specific problem with an owner not getting Colin Kaepernick. The problem I have is that they're not saying we don't want Colin Kaepernick because we're afraid he's going to protest. They're saying, well, you know, the 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 code that they use is you know locker room issues. Like we're worried that he's going to be a distraction, uh, but they'll never yeah. just say like yeah. I'm afraid that this really outspoken guy is going to make us look bad and decrease our profits. I. I don't think that I think there is some meat on those bones as far as uh, being a locker room distraction. I think he was a huge distraction. Whatever. No, but listen. Here's the thing. No, no but really, there are though, guys. There are. They were a train wreck all year. They were a train wreck all year. There are there are domestic abusers. There are drug addicts. Sure. There are alcoholics. There are people who go to strip clubs and get shot. And these people are still playing in the league, and Colin Kaepernick isn't. You know, but for me, that's because uh, when they, when, when, you know, some guy uh, gets drunk and gets a DUI, his lawyer's going to get him off on it. He's going to get three or four games suspension, uh, and his teammates are going to laugh at him when he gets back in the locker room. Okay. And the media is going to ask him about that for about two weeks. Okay. And really, the coach is going to restrict probably that player's access to the media or the media's access to him. But with Colin Kaepernick, the only question anybody got for eight weeks in that season, and I'm not defending any no, no, owner. Yeah. I, I know what you're saying. I completely agree. Just be honest. Just say this yeah. is business, and it's bad for business to have him in the league. There's nothing right. wrong with saying that. I think people can make their own judgments at that point whether or not they want to uh, support an organization making decisions based on politics like that. But But at least they can make that decision for themselves. Um, but I think that it'd probably be bad for business just to come out and say it too, just no, the you're same right. way. Right? Like, so I mean, here's so, where all my whole point is leading to. It's obviously a business decision, but I think I believe very strongly that if Colin Kaepernick was in the league, none of this probably would have happened. You don't think that others like you think he would have been done protesting by the end of this? Season? I don't think that this year. I don't think that I think that the protesting would have stopped if Colin Kaepernick was in. I, at least I don't think it would have been as big of a well because it basically turned into a wait. He does not getting back right. in the league because he was doing this. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm going to say. Well, I don't thing, think. Right? I mean, last week's protest. So right now, as of recording, it is Thursday, which Wednesday the 4th. So when I'm talking about last week, I'm talking about, what was it, Luke, week four, week five? Uh, right now, it's we're in, entering, so we're entering week, five. week five. So week four, major protests. Lots of teams took a knee. Lots of teams stayed in the we, locker room. Yeah, that was, yeah. Week, week three was the one you're thinking about. That was the Jerry Jones yeah. kneeling with all of the Cowboys, which wasn't during the, the – um, which wasn't during the anthem, but it was, you know, kind of a show of unity before that the game. That was a protest. Uh, that was I like, think that I think, was a protest of Donald Trump. 
I don't really think that that had anything yeah. to right, do right, at right, all right. about police brutality. Absolutely. That was, you know, when the owner owners who have given a million dollars to yeah. Trump's campaign are coming out and kneeling with their players that the president has done something wrong, yeah. right? I mean, yeah. they're calling them, you know, sons of right. bitches. You, you know, that. I mean, come on, man. Right? Well, and Jerry Jones, I mean, Jerry Jones got his cake and ate it, too. Because he took a knee, and then he stood up, and then they raised the flag. Which right. I think is, which I think is which, kind of funny. <laughs> um, also, Jerry Jones is a hack. I oh, mean, like, well, he's yeah. just like he's a great market. He's a great marketing mind. I don't, I don't mind. Actually, I have like a friend of a friend who's like friends with okay. the Joneses, and say he's just like a pretty. Oh cool yeah, dude. but anyway, we, we've kind of um, got down the rabbit hole of my particular, yeah, my particular, have, have, my bad, with uh, really with the with the ultra rich uh, people who are pretending to make any decisions that don't have to do with money, but. Uh, sure. Right. It's a bill. It's like a two billion dollar yeah. industry every year. So, like, of course, they're protecting that two billion dollars, right. and like, they're not doing a very right. good job. Ratings are down. Oh yeah. Um, from this time last year, ratings are you know uh up, up to like fifteen, sixteen points on a Sunday night football game from this week last year. So you've got, and a lot of that could be the matchup. There's a lot of factors. You know, just depends on what's going on or what's on TV. But like. A sixteen-point drop in one year—that's major money, you know. That's. Yeah. Um, but uh, where, yeah. where are we going with this? Well, thing? so I think we're going to end with, uh, which I—I I think it's just explicitly saying now that we've gone through the meat of talking about identity politics and why just the whole discussion is just absolutely toxic, uh, especially happening on social media, the villainizing of either side and why that's not healthy. It's also not right. true. Uh, and even the the even the background of talking about why this issue is even happening to begin with, I think we can finally end on. Uh, I, I suppose to be self indulgent, uh, what we think about the issue. Oh boy! Okay, who's going first? I'll start. <laughs> I'm the guest. Luke Luke said I'll start with a just like just a shimmer in his eye. I don't know. I mean, like, um, I don't. It just depends on where you want to go with this. Okay, so we were talking about. Um, you know how basically we want to crystallize this any issue into two sentences that you can hurl at the other side, right? I feel like I feel like as many African American athletes are in the NFL who are protesting. I don't feel like any like they don't have a singular message. I feel like they could each one of them could be protest, protesting any number of inequalities they see you know amongst their friends or family it could be yeah. it, it's it's a it's a vast issue so we're you know like uh they know that they you know they all have experienced some similar things and their families have gone through some similar things and so like um i think it, i mean like all of that to say i feel like it's a very complicated matter to them to the people protesting um yet uh you know either side of the media assigns a specific um, talking point that is like, rep- like that's supposedly representing the entire issue for for those who are protesting, and then on the other side, um, basically re- they reduce you know the right reduces it down to they aren't patriots you know. Um, I mean, I I feel like anybody has a right to protest, just as any athlete has a right to protest. Um, for any reason, right, uh, or anyone, I have no problem with it. Um, I also have no problem with the people protesting the NFL by not watching. I think it's just as much th- much their right to 
vote with their dollars and say, I don't support that. I think it's just as American for them to do that as the athletes kneeling. I, I have no problem with with either side protesting uh, whatever their issue is, I, as in, uninformed as it is on either side. Um, I think that there's inequality, with, uh, especially with minorities, the way they're treated by police. The, I think statistics, um, the data shows that. I mean, you can't escape the numbers. So, I mean, I would side with the, the athletes as far as I, I believe in what their, um, what their cause is. However, ultimately, how I feel about this is that we, are, as a society, are putting a lot of stock and we're, we feel like we're hedging our bets a lot on people whose profession is to wear plastic and throw around leather on a field. Like, whose skill sets and leadership skills do not extend beyond that. Like, a lot of, a lot of athletes don't have social skills outside of that locker room. They don't have, you know, they don't... Uh, they don't have a lot of skill sets outside of playing football. I feel like they aren't, and that's not, not a knock against them, go make that money, but they aren't the leaders of our day. They aren't the great political minds of our day. And I feel like a lot of people are, are using the NFL as this battleground for politics for people who aren't really politicians or great thinkers. And it's not saying they're not smart or intelligent in a lot of ways, but I'm saying, you know, it's not like they, that an NFL athlete, is going to go on to solve most of the problems, and they can impact their communities. Um, they can in, impact people's lives and give them joy. Yeah. But like, I don't think I think that it's it's a it's more symptomatic of society to put so much importance on what's happening for five minutes before a football game. A game. Um, it's more symptomatic of us to that that to be a leading headline rather than North like North Korea. Or the hur- like hurricane aid. Somehow, what athletes are doing before a game that simply doesn't matter has taken over us. Like has enraptured everyone to where you know all these other pressing issues are just kind of being overlooked. I think that's more symptomatic symptomatic of us as a society than it is of the athletes protesting yeah. on the field. Uh, I am. Oh man, I'm of two minds about the whole thing, and I think that's, I think that's a, I, I think I'm happy in the place that I'm in. So on the one hand, I um, obviously like Luke. I mean, I support the right of anybody to protest. Um, and specifically, Colin Kaepernick seems to, I mean, he's an imperfect messenger, but he, he does the work. I mean, he backs up what he says with, with money, and time. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he, in his community, Absolutely. I think he's doing good. Um, so that, to me, lends some credence to what he's saying. Um, mm-hmm. So, I mean, he is, he at least is a, a leader after a fashion. Um, so I don't think he's doing it just for attention. And I think that, I think that he's, a, he's a person that I can say, okay, you know, you know what you're talking about. Um, but also, I mean, I think so, so the protest that he chose is effective and I know that it is effective because it is deeply, it's, it's upsetting to me. I'm not the most deeply patriotic person. I don't think anybody would, I don't think anybody would say that about me. Um, but I do think that there are, there are things that you should give respect to and things that you should give honor to. So I don't blame Colin Kaepernick for kneeling, but what I'm saying is that like that protest it affects me 
And I think that if it doesn't in some way, if it doesn't affect you, then, then you're not, um, then maybe you're not paying attention. Does that make sense? So I, so I, I guess the avenue that he is, that they, that he chose specifically to use to protest, um, I mean, it bothers me a little bit. And I think that what that means is that he feels very strongly about it. Um, and that, that that's something that maybe that I should take notice of. Um, because like, I am not angry at him for kneeling in front of the flag. It doesn't personally upset me. I don't think it makes it, it doesn't really say much about his character. However, the disrespect that he feels from whatever institution he feels it from is so strong that he feels the need to protest in this fashion. Mm -hmm. And so that tells me that that's something that I should take notice of and that I should pay attention to. Gotcha. So I think that it is an effective protest. It is a protest that is peaceful. It is a protest that is nonviolent. Mm -hmm. Um, It is a protest that in my personal opinion is still, like you said, Matt, Eric, he and Eric Berry talked to whomever it was and found a way to show, um, if not respect, deference, or, or however you want to put it. I mean, we can define these words any way we want, but yeah. to find a way to sort of compromise and still get his point across. Um, and so to me, that says this is, this is, this protest itself is effective. Um, so I mean I don't I don't really feel like I'm the person who gets to say whether or not Colin Kaepernick's concerns are valid. Mm-hmm. Um, and in fact, I think in doing so, I'm maybe I mean I'm disrespecting him. If I'm the person that if I say, well, your concerns are valid and your concerns aren't, um, I mean that's kind of the whole point of of what they're kneeling about anyway, right? Right. Yeah. So. Um, it it concerns me, and that's that's how I know that it's an issue of, of importance. If that makes any sense, yeah, I think it does. Um, but I mean, also, I mean, I I don't know. I I feel this way, but it also feels cliched to say like I'm glad I'm glad that in the United States that that people can protest, um, and that we have a broad range of opinions and views on things, um. Mm-hmm. So to me, like that's that's what the flag represents. The flag represents the fact that Colin Kaepernick can't protest it, um, and I know other people feel differently, and I respect their opinions to uh, to feel that way just as much as I respect Colin Kaepernick's opinions. So kind of like you said, Luke. Yeah, Matthew. So I am going to cannibalize things that you guys have told me. And form it into part of my opinion. Uh, this oh, that's is, okay. We cannibalize other people's ideas. So mm-hmm. now we have a third. Who is prime idea? Who is the prime? <sighs> Who, baby? <laughs> Let's get into this cons- conspiracy theory. I'm pretty sure it's the Illuminati, but go ahead. So I, uh, with, with this protest, uh, to, to make a short answer and then talk about it a little bit, I think the protests are fine. Um, I don't think it's disrespectful to the military. Um, but no, I'll, I'll say a couple not. things. Yeah, um, that's so. That's an emotional appeal. Yeah, absolutely. I, 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 sorry, go ahead. Yeah. So, well, that's okay. Um, so, like, 
so when this no, you know what? Th- I th- oh man, I'm gonna I'm probably gonna stay awake thinking about this and then tell Hannah to delete it. But do you know what? I think that posting a picture of the coffin of 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 a veteran is more disrespectful than kneeling in front of the flag. I think that I think yes, that putting that on I Facebook and using that to try to bully somebody into coming over to your side or or or, or agreeing with you, I think that's more disrespectful than kneeling in front of the flag. Well, and that's, that's going to get we cut. Talk about what, that's going to get cut, but I feel very strongly about that. No, it shouldn't. It's good. So, like, when this first started happening, and Luke, Luke and I had conversations months ago when Kaepernick was doing it, uh, he told me, hey, did you know that the teams didn't even come onto the field at all so during the Pledge ago. of Allegiance? Well, Marshawn Lynch has been sitting on the bench for a long time, but that's just because he's yep. a lazy weirdo. Yeah. But, like, they didn't even come out for the Pledge of Allegiance as like until like was it national anthem? Sorry, you say pledge of allegiance. I'm I, sorry. It's not pledge yeah, of allegiance. Sorry, it's all of these controversial ideas are coming together. So people didn't come out for the national anthem, not the pledge of allegiance. That's a different thing. People didn't come out for the national anthem. Was it 2007 or 2009? I don't remember the exact was, year, but it was 2007 or 2009 when the military paid the NFL. To have the players come onto the field during the national anthem, uh, basically as an advertisement for the military, part of their advertising budget. Yep. And so, like the the whole thing of like, oh, you're being disrespectful. I'm like, I, it just feel the whole thing feels really disingenuous and really constructed. Basically, just to be like, oh, isn't this patriotic? Isn't the military cool? Join the military, like. And not not to disparage the military at all. Like, they do important things, and people do good things in the military. But like the the whole thing of that, like sitting during that, I'm like they were sitting before in the locker room. Like it's been like barely ten years that they've been doing this. Mm-hmm. Uh, that like it it just seems really disingenuous. And then on the other side, this is a conversation that I had with you, Sam. Don't worry, this is not controversial. Uh, and, and you made a comment basically to the effect of. Like, because, like, one of the things people say, like, when they're being emotional and irrational is, like, oh, these rich athletes, like, they <laughs> they should be they should be thankful that they're in this country because they're so wealthy and they live in the high life. And, like, you, you made the comment of, like, when, since when does someone's socioeconomic status, like, allow them or disallow them to be able to, to participate in a political discussion? Sure. Um, that's, a, like it, that's a lot more... Uh, oh man, there's a word that's a lot more fancy talk than I said it, but fancy, <laughs> fancy talk. Well, it, it's because it's the same thing. Like, and again, this is like we're not talking about the president right now, but like the president is a rich guy and he got to talk about politics and no one said anything. Like, why? Why would it be different for athletes? Like, like we don't need to take like when Luke said is yeah, Luke said like these are not politicians, like athletes aren't making our laws we should take that less seriously um but like the whole like the whole thing the like the the outrage about it i think people just want to be angry because it feels good to have a feeling of righteous anger and because like you say oh it's really disrespectful to the military i'm like have you like if this like this is probably just me being emotional um but like do, like, do you post stuff about how the VA needs to improve its care? Like, because my my dad died in early death because the VA didn't take care of him like they were supposed to. So is that who you're talking about when people are being disrespectful to the military? Or, 
Like, have, what have you done to help the VA? And that's a logical fallacy, and I know that. But, like, there's so many other things in the country that are actually hurting, the vet, like, veterans and people in the armed forces uh, that no one talks about. And you want to talk about this? This is what you're going to say is being hurtful to the military, and this is what you want to do to be really defensive to the military? Like, it, it just, the, the whole thing just reeks of and what we talked about before wanting to say things on facebook wanting to get likes on facebook uh, and it just is blah. Uh that that is my initial like my, my majority opinion uh and to be a little more objective like i understand that people think that we should respect the military because they make sacrifices which they do uh, i don't think sitting during the the national anthem is being disrespectful um period uh, I don't I, I think people should be able to protest how they want to protest and I don't think they're being disrespectful like they're, they're not sitting and saying oh yeah the military's stupid and then or they're not saying uh, like all cops are murderers down with cops like they're they're as eloquent as they can be uh, they uh, we, we they have people that are trying to make a statement on a, a platform that they happen to have that is public um, and I don't think that's wrong well, you have to be just very, real- very, very careful attributing um, opinions or beliefs or secret motives to other people. Because if you do that, then you deserve to have it done to you. And so if you say, like, uh, you know, Colin Kaepernick, you know, maybe he says, because I, ha- I know people who say, like, he says he's, he's, he's just protesting uh, injustice. But really, you know, he hates America and he, yeah. like... Don't do that, man. Because that's not like unless they unless they've actually like explicitly said, "Oh, by the way, I hate America." Yeah, don't attribute that because then mm-hmm. and it goes back into what we do is like, "Oh, he just hates America. You shouldn't hate America. God bless America and patriots." And both and both sides do that. It's just like, "Oh, why is this person saying that? Oh, he probably is a secret racist who thinks who thinks like who th- agrees with Nazis and oh, I just hate him." Like all it does is it just stirs up emotion. And it stirs up strife, and and what it leads is to people having meme fights on Facebook, uh, with without having an actual, real discussion. And then what's getting lost in this is what athletes like the reason why they're doing it to begin with. Right. That is almost not a discussion at all anymore. Mm-hmm. Right. Like or, it's 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 just the, it hasn't been really. Since it it hasn't been since the season started, and and all we're talking about now is. Like the actual action of what they're doing, which is completely defeats the purpose of like protest in general. Um, but yeah, I know I was long winded, but basically summarize. I don't think it's disrespectful to the military. I have a lot of respect for the military, um, and I think people should be able to protest how they want, especially if it's nonviolent and peaceful, because it's a constitutional right. And we should be proud that we live in a country that respects that. And we should respect people that exercise that right. Sure. Also, something I've brought up to someone who, and they didn't really answer me. And I was being completely honest. And I probably should have. And this is, here's here's some hypocrisy for you. It was somebody who I didn't know who was an acquaintance of somebody else. But I responded to him. I know. So earlier when I was like, oh, yeah, what are we doing? Yeah, I did this. So um, uh, I just asked them a question. Because what I was trying to do, I was trying to be fair uh, in that. So there was the whole thing about what the NFL rulebook says about what players should be doing during the mm-hmm. national anthem, and basically Snopes came out and said, "No, this is a farce. This isn't anywhere." Well, that's not exactly true. The text was taken from the 
uh, player handbook. So it wasn't in the rule book, but it's in There's the a player code, handbook. A okay. code of conduct. So I, all I was doing is I posted, hey, in just the spirit of being fair, uh, you know, Snopes is wrong on this, that this is part of the NFL's policy of how they expect their players to behave. And I was saying it's a moot point when Jerry Jones is kneeling on the field with his players, with right. the handbook, what the conduct book says, right? It's because clearly, uh, you know, if your boss is kneeling with you, well, you know, everything's probably fine, right? <laughs> right yeah. Which is the point I was making. Nobody would acknowledge that. But, um, but you know, he said, like, like, and he was like, but he automatically assumed because I came in with, hey, to be fair, this is in there. Like, this is somewhere in the NFL guidelines. And he was like, I can't believe all these people who would, you know, who are siding with this and being disrespectful or, you know, going into all this. And and I just asked him, do you think it's more disrespectful to the military to tell people that they shouldn't be exercising their right to protest that the military sacrificed yeah. for? So if the military sacrificed themselves for that right to protest, isn't your saying they should abstain from that right on your behalf disrespectful to the military? Like I was just asking him, isn't that just as disrespectful, if not more, of that sacrifice? Yeah. No answer. I mean, like, and that's fine. Actually, it's better that he didn't because it was just going to turn into one of those, you know. Yeah. Well, I mean, we're, we're going long here, but yeah, we yeah. are. We should. Wrap but that's up another thing. That's another thing that's frustrating, though, is like, not every athlete, not every person of color, not every veteran feels the same way about these issues. Sure. Yeah. And absolutely. I think to say like, I mean, you I'm sure you guys have all seen the old, the old military guy who kneel, who knelt because, right. you know, he kneeled, he sides with Kaepernick. You can't just say all, all of these people. And this is, again, this is what I'm saying is you can't attribute beliefs to other people. You don't get to say well, how can't attribute beliefs to a group of people reacts. based on an individual. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And just to kind of bring it all back together, my feeling, uh, taking all of the enormous weight of my credibility as uh, a member of the according to the technical rules staff it's very little to begin with go ahead i don't i i gave you a pause just so you could get that joke in i appreciate nice. it I've i reject i reject the fact that i have to make a choice between patriotism and people not dying mm-hmm. yeah yeah it's a I false think, dilemma it's a yeah. false dilemma and I think a lot of the arguments that surround that are people who have lost perspective and who have stopped thinking about these things matter and these mm-hmm. things affect people. If I yeah. can, if I can give you one, if I can give you one piece of advice, it is well. My real piece of advice is to stay off social media for everything but uh, pictures of kittens and your friends' children. But if you have to be on social media, be a little bit vulnerable. Have a little bit of humility. Uh, be honest. Accept when you don't know something. Try to uh, try to give other people the same benefit of the doubt that you expect. Yeah, and I think that and I think that we're all going to be a little happier. I think so. Well, uh, yeah. Well, I get one more thing in here. That's what I was going to uh, say, Luke. Do you have any more final thoughts? So oh, here's a final thought, and this is just going back to, I think that like what what Matt was talking about, and you can cut this out completely if this is the wrong part of this conversation. Oh, we're going to. Go okay. Uh, you know, I think uh, the whole debate about, I mean, and this is something I've told Matt, I just, I, I find it hard to believe the stat is out there that 80% of the country doesn't know the lyrics to the national anthem. Like, could both of you just rattle off all the lyrics to the national anthem? There are all these bleeding heart, quote unquote, patriots who are so upset at people 
protesting a national anthem that they don't know the words to. Yeah. And I have a problem with that. And a lot of my friends that are Chiefs fans who are upset about this, I know when they go to Arrowhead Stadium. Oh, get it. (laughs) They end end when they say, in home of the, everyone says, Chiefs. And that's not disrespectful to the national anthem. Oh, and I've brought it up to a couple of them. No response. I can't get a response from any of them. That's fire. So you're, yeah. you're going to say home of the Chiefs. So I, I believe home of the brave refers to the military. Yeah. And you're going to edit that out with your favorite football team. So like like in, in they're being disrespectful of the the national anthem that you don't know all the words to except for Chiefs at the end of it? <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I I cannot. I cannot, sir. I'm sorry. I can't. Uh, Luke, uh, so thank you for joining us for our second episode of Things That Matter. My pleasure. Uh, I th- like Hopefully, and I, I think to echo what Sam said, Like I really hope that um, like those listening to this conversation, uh, if you cut through the hubris and the, the self-indulgentness of it, that you really take a message away of like if you're going to have a discussion with someone in person on social media have empathy have compassion uh and and like actually try to have a real conversation with somebody um yeah that's that's, that's I, what i would want people to take away i'm like uh i'm friends with most of you guys so if you want to talk about this i'll buy you a coffee and we can go out and we can talk about it because i really don't want to talk about it on social media I will not buy you a coffee, but I will I will talk with you. You about will it. buy your own coffee, Matt. I'll let you. Or buy we him can go get dinner, and you can buy me dinner, and we'll talk about it. You can buy Luke and I dinner, and we'll talk about it. Yes. All right. Uh, I think that's it for this episode. Thanks Thank for you. listening, guys. Have a good one. Thanks. Bye. Hey, everybody. Thanks for listening to the According to the Technical Rules podcast. If you'd like to contact the hosts, Matt is on Twitter at Matt ATTR, and Sam is at Sam J ATTR. You can also follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Until next time, let's all play according to the technical rules.